Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hello, Fightful Faithful, and welcome to the longest week of our lives. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is the first edition of Sour Graps. Uh, out of uh, four in a row for us. Uh, no, five banger in a row. Two. After banger. After banger. After banger. No, if, we, if, we look from, if we learned from Trick, you have to pronounce the hard G in the middle. It's pronounced banger. Banger. Banger after banger. banger. After banger. And also, mm-hmm. I'm a hype band that steals other people's stuff. No, weird, but... yeah, we'll get to it. This is uh, we have a long I'm... way to go before we get to that, Alex. But <laughs> because I am the intro gal on here, despite mm. being the co-host, mm. this is your NXT stand to deliver post show. April Fool's Day, April first here. It definitely <laughs> felt like that was some, some of the, of the booking. booking felt like it was April Fool's Day. Sure did, sure did. But please get in your super chats and your humper chats at humperchats.com. If you want to get your question or statement read on air, if you are not familiar with how Super Chats and Humper Chats work, Super Chats, you can just donate here by clicking the dollar sign icon. Uh, Humper Chats, we get to keep a little bit more of the money if you use HumperChats.com. It's a little bit of a weird interface, but they take a, a lot, you know, not as big of a slice of our income if you'd be so willing to send in chats over there. Uh, we'll also remind you to subscribe to Fightful Select. Tons of news already coming out of there, and WrestleMania hasn't even hit yet. There was CM Punk news last week. You got Vince McMahon updates of how he could be affecting the sale process negatively or also negatively. Uh, There's news on Drew McIntyre's contract as well. Tons of stuff and some hot rumors with a Z. So you know that it's definitely true. All of it. And two T's. And two T's. Hot hot rumors. Rumors. So you know. That we're extremely serious about it all. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to Fightful Select. You're also going to get this feller and myself. I say feller because there was a lot of Red Dead Redemption 2 in my life recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if you like what you see tonight, you can get an alternative post show for nights one and two of WrestleMania on FightfulSelect.com. 
Alex and I will be reviewing the show back there while Sean and Will hang out on the main channel, this channel, which I love, but like Alex and I are really fun. So come, come hang out. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta come behind the paywall for the good stuff. Yeah. The hot and sexier, the younger and hotter yeah. post show is behind the paywall. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, okay. We've christened, um, Sean Michaels as the horrible booking kid. Um, let let he 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 lived up to his name today. Um uh and and um well yeah we'll 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 talk all about it. it, it there there were a couple of times I feel like he was damned if he did and damned if he didn't. Sure. Uh, would, um but listen there's just some some really head scratching stuff. Um you let me know. I was waking up from a nap because my <laughs> daughter decided to uh, to give me an April Fool's prank um, for for uh, at eight a.m. Uh, the night before the the, day, the morning before the longest night of my life. <laughs> By and who was her? Who's her prank? She uh, she came in and hit me in the face with her with her stuffed animal a bunch of times while I was asleep. <laughs> April Fool's, Daddy. <laughs> like we got to work on your creativity. But um, I respect it though. Did she yeah, lay it no, in? Yeah, no, I mean like a few times. She, um, she got her shit in. I'm proud of her. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, no, she's <laughs> no, she doesn't go half ass. Are you kidding me? Um, so and that's 8 a.m. And um, and so I had to take a nap before this ridiculous thing. So I was like, I got until noon local time uh for this thing, but then I I I I set my alarm a little before that. And uh, and woke up to your thing. Oh my god, they're doing the match you hate the most on the pre-show. I was like, they're doing matches on the pre-show again. Since when did that happen? Uh, like so, you said, with like kind of the the monkey's paw. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of things today that I felt I like I was like good, but also bad. Not full on, not full on monkey's paw, but like getting a pre-show match. Great, doing this match on the pre-show a little weird. Um, but this is where it happened. It feels very weird that Tyler Bate was on a pre-show match. That just feels like it it should be probably a felony, if not a high-level misdemeanor. Make make the five-way a six-way and put that dude in it. I mean, I mean, okay, so um, so by the time I actually got my peacock up and running, and if you want to get your you peacock had to, up, you had to you guys, ice. Your daughter yes. was hitting you in the head with the stuffed animal. That's you true. Have to go to but, concussion protocol. Make sure you're if, okay. If you want to get your uh, peacock up and running, use a blue code code five. Uh, blue that, is code our, uh, that is our sponsor later. Of course, of course it is. Um, but by the time I got up and running, the match was already over. So I like rewound, like watch the thing. Um, I didn't see the match. I just saw the angle that closed the match. Uh. People's people, well, let's see. People whose opinions I do not trust said Ava Rain looked good. She did. Uh, okay, good, good. Because the good. only thing, the only thing that I saw her do was the worst looking wasteland I've ever seen. You know, yeah, Wade Barrett's Wade, Wade Barrett's old finisher. We put somebody up on their up on oh, their shoulders so and then dump them onto their onto their back, like flipping them over. She did one to Thea Hale, and it was like, here you go. I'm just gonna go ahead and set you down there. And I was like, "Oh, I hope the rest of the of, of her wasn't that bad." But hey, if she does, good. I'm glad. Like, I want everybody to look great. Good. Okay. I would so, say she looked good. 
I don't think okay. she looked great. I wasn't okay. like, oh my god, this is an incredible debut. But she she didn't look. There's people who have been doing this a lot longer than her that look a lot more lost than she did in this world. Yeah. She looked she looked perfectly adequate. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So they have now beaten down everybody in in Chase U. The schism has at, mm -hmm. at the end of, at the end of the match. And if there was anything noteworthy in the first five to six minutes of this match, whatever. But so everyone's been beaten down, including Tyler Bate, who should probably be able to take all of these jokers by himself, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, Duke Hudson is there, like, all right, I'll fight you one on three, one on four. And like, what are you going to do? And then, like, Joe Gacy walks up to him and whispers something in his ear, and then somebody hands him a schism shirt, and he's holding, he holds it out to Duke You could, you do, do it, come join us. And Duke Hudson looks at the shirt, looks down at, at Andre Chase, and looks back at the shirt, and then he puts on, takes off his Duke, his Jewish university shirt and he puts on the schism shirt and he stands with the schism. And I was like, Oh, boo, Duke Hudson, boo for turning on the chase you. And then, um, uh, then he, uh, he, he walks behind them, uh, rips off the shirt like Hulk Hogan and starts beating on him from behind. And the rest of them all get up. They do the thing I hate, which is the chase you stomp. I hate that move. I hate it. Uh, and then they ended up beating him with a really nifty, uh, cool looking, Double team maneuver called the frat liner, which, as we love puns, yeah, that was a really that's a really good pun for 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 a name of a move. Um, this angle is impossibly dumb. It's an impossibly dumb angle, and it wasn't the dumbest angle on the entire show. No, so I do like that in a sense it made Duke Hudson look a little bit clever, right? Like there's been these seeds of doubt. Um Unless that was coordinated with Chase U, I would imagine they would have been pretty annoyed up until that moment. But right, um, right. it also just kind of not to be anti spooky, but I kind of am. Um, it shows you how difficult it is to like meld spooky world into a something else world because, mm -hmm. like, the schism doesn't recruit people by giving them t shirts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like I know. University does like that's their their thing. That's their they, symbol. They so literally uh... recruit people by giving them yellow smiley face masks and buttons. Yeah. So if, if you were going to recruit somebody mid match, you would give him a little yellow mask to wear. He'd put it on, and then he'd walk behind them, and then he'd take it off and he'd rip it apart. But he has looked like Hulk Hogan, so. Well, it's just like those also look like they're from Party City, so it's not great. Um, I I feel like the reason the angle that you're gonna have a problem with later, which I have a much bigger problem with, uh, this actually it went to serve the story. It made sense in a wrestling capacity. I understand not liking it from a taste perspective. What we saw later didn't really make sense in a no, no, in a wrestling capacity. No. So right. even though this isn't my favorite angle, like it did at least advance also, and resolve the story a little bit. I'm assuming we're gonna get an <laughs> Ava Rain Thea Hale one right. off out of this. I, I listen, this 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 feud continues and it sucks. Um <laughs> the feud sucks, both acts suck. I don't like it. Um what I what I I would argue if you're going to have a match with this stipulation on the line. You have to do the do the ending of the match that causes the stipulation to go into effect. Otherwise, it, otherwise, there's no need for the stipulation. There's that none. I agree with. It there's is. None. It is a, because, a. This was a one where you said "damned if you do, damned if you don't." Before, I don't want the schism to control chase you, no. but it does feel like you went out of your way 
right. to not do something then. Right. Um, so I, I agree with you in that the proper booking call probably would have been to have the schism go over. I don't want to see that though. No, therefore they didn't they didn't have to add the stipulation to the match at all. They were right. already moving toward a big match. Adding the stipulation to the match requires you to pay off the stipulation. Because otherwise, just do the match without the stipulation. It does, the stakes aren't magically higher because guess what? Chase University isn't a real thing. You know? Well, and- so, like, there's not a real thing. So, you're not actually fighting for anything. But we put the stipulation in there because then it gives you more content to do after the stipulation well, I, is paid I get off. that they did it to, like, sow seeds of doubt with Duke Hudson. But, like, it also feels very anticlimactic of then what for Duke Hudson? He's just a part of Chase U? Like, he didn't have a problem with this at all? So, like, so much of so much of my problems with, with WWE booking and, and any booking, honestly, is if I look at it and I go, okay, now what? That's, that's the major problem I have going forward with an awesome moment, and I'm super happy for the person who got the moment, but then now what? And we'll talk about that in the next match we're going to talk about. Like, I... I want to have somebody explain to me, okay, so if it's just going to go back to Chase U being what Chase U has been for the past couple of months, then you're just doing the same shit over and over again. No one's progressing. Who cares? Like, if you actually, if you do a ridiculous thing, like give Schism control of Chase U, at least something now is different. And that's always better. I do also feel like this wasn't really built in a way that it was like Tyler Bate and Duke Hudson versus GYV. And it wasn't Harlem Bravado versus, you know what I mean? Like I, if they're going to extend this by then going and doing the segmented matches, I feel like that should have been the build to this, which would have made way more sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So it does feel like it's in the mud. I think the logical booking call would have been to have schism win. I'm glad they didn't do it because I don't want to see it. But if, if Duke Hudson is just a part of Chase U, um, the dissension doesn't really make any sense. Like, I I don't understand what the call is there. So right. I love Tyler Bate. I love Duke Hudson. Um, I'm happy for for uh, Ava Rain to have made her debut and it, to have gone decently mm-hmm. well. But um I don't want this to continue, but for it to make wrestling sense, I feel like it has to, which I don't love. Like, I feel like Stand and Deliver should have been kind of like putting a bow on a lot of these stories that we've gotten. And this has already felt kind of long. Like that's the whole. I, for me, the whole the whole way it used to be was everything was a build to WrestleMania, and then WrestleMania. Yeah, it was like your season finale. Yeah, WrestleMania is the big blow off to a bunch of stuff that can only happen at the biggest show, the granddaddy of them all. Like. And so standard deliver, if that is your equivalent, then it shouldn't be like, and here is here is a match in a series of matches that leads to other matches that don't actually mean anything. You can't put one of the matches in there on this card, like make them important. And yes. they're not making them important. So agreed. Yeah. Um, I just want to address this. Uh no, I'm sour. It's different. It's very different. Very, you guys don't have to watch this. Like, I, I appreciate I'm, I'm, no, that no, you do, no, but like, if you no, don't like no. this, you don't have to watch I, it. I, listen, I, I, yeah, so there you go. And the other thing is, like, I'll, I'll just say up front, too. Um, most all of the time, like, the in ring is fantastic, and we'll talk yeah. about that, but like, 
Alex, and I and I believe the world through to what end? Like it's a waste of all that wrestling if it doesn't go anywhere. There's so much talent in the ring in every one of these matches, and I feel like the people who are their bosses actively waste it. By the angles they book. And that's that's my thing. That's why I get frustrated watching it. That's all. If you just love good in-ring wrestling and you're not into, like, needing logical stories and stuff, this is a great program for you. If you're like, this is... Yeah. I, I love yeah. Phenomenal In-Ring. This is for you. Um, but the show is called Sour Graps and we like it when things have a point to them. Yeah. So then, like, go away if you don't like it. Nobody cares. Um, uh, so we're starting out. We start out the actual card with the women's match that made no sense in the booking of it, and still makes less sense now. Yeah. So, Kate, Roxanne Perez did not win. She had to be in this match, you see, for everyone else who suffers from anxiety, just like me, to prove to them and to myself that we can overcome our anxiety. And, and 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 move on with our lives and do and do great things uh, that I need to prove that that having anxiety doesn't make you a loser so they booked her to lose UTMV <laughs> and said why are we doing this to kick off the show unless Roxanne doesn't win um and Roxanne did not win in fact, Indy Hartwell, who I'm I'm very happy for. Listen, um, I love Indy, man. I love Indy. She's long overdue for a moment like this. <laughs> but what? Like <laughs> if you if you say if you said to me, Roxanne gets all the way to the top and she's about to reach for it, and she is thwarted by Tiffany Stratton, who then goes to the top and takes the belt and becomes Roxanne's true rival for the next year. And they have awesome matches. And Roxanne, her whole thing is the chase to get back the title she never got pinned for. That's an amazing story, okay? Tiffany Stratton, the heel, winning the title so they can have the pure babyface Roxanne chase her. That makes sense to me. I love Indy, and I think she deserves this moment. Here in this spot, I don't know how it makes sense for another baby face who is not Roxanne to have the title. Unless you're calling up Roxanne on Monday, and I think she's ready in the sense that she's a great wrestler. And also, I don't think the main roster is ready for her because they've got a logjam of all these women who aren't the four horsewomen or Asuka or Bianca or Rhea. Like, that's it. Those are all you've got. Like uh, Honestly, well, she can replace one of the horsewomen because one of them's gone. So they have three horsewomen and and Asuka and Bianca and Rhea, and then everybody just in this mishmash underneath them. And like, if you're going to elevate her above all of them, I guess sucks to be them, but um, I don't feel like they're going to do that, so she's going to go up there and be just the youngest girl on the main roster and have all the storylines, because I don't trust them to be more clever than this, all the storylines be how, oh my God, she's a baby. 
She's a little sweet baby. How could she possibly be a wrestler when she's a sweet little precious baby? And and that's going to be her whole storyline for the next two years. I don't want that for Roxanne. Roxanne having great matches against a true rival in Tiffany Stratton for the next year in NXT is a way better thing, I think, for all of wrestling, not to mention just Roxanne and also Tiffany, to have that be a thing in NXT. I love Indy. I think this is an amazing moment for Indy. Good for Indy. And now what? If I was going to book it, Indy would have gotten called up a while ago. Yeah, like, me too. I also don't understand if you wanted her to win. If they don't make this a huge part of the story, the fact that Indy was in like the second chance match, the losers right. match to get here, you're just making her look like kind of weaker out of the gate. Right. I'm now very nervous that Charlotte beats Rhea and they have mm-hmm. Roxanne pull a Paige versus AJ Mendez, then AJ Lee um, situation. And Roxanne beat Charlotte for the title in like a huge upset. And they waste um, all of the momentum that Rhea Ripley said. But um, it, I, <laughs> the story of, it's just fundamentally a bad idea to have a story that says, um, you know, Roxanne collapsed and has anxiety. And uh, so they stripped her of the title. And then there was ambiguity around whether it was her title or not from the commentary team here. Um, which wasn't great. Title is up for grabs. Roxanne's in the match. To have her say, I have to prove to myself and not be able to do it, um, does make it sound like if you have anxiety, (laughs) you're a big loser. Like, this was a terrible idea. My complaint with this angle initially was you tipped your hand on the booking because obviously Roxanne's going to win. You're not going to do this and then trounce (laughs) anxiety and mental health, which they kind of did here. Now, she didn't get pinned, obviously. And, uh, you know, love wins. It was nice to see Dexter Loomis back there. But now I'm like, okay, is Dexter Loomis in NXT? Like, what is going on here? I feel like in the same way that yesterday we had Supercard of Honor, we need clarity around the ROH and the AEW divisions. I feel like we need clarity around, like, who's working where in NXT and the main roster. I think we're overdue for some call-ups. We're going to talk about the Creeds later. <sighs> Julius Creed is definitely outgrown NXT. <laughs> um, but I, I just feel like, okay, Dexter was, like, he came back after being released and then was the Mrs. Henchman and then was floating around. But now is he back in NXT to help Indy with this run? Like, it's all just a little bit confusing. And again, very happy for Indy Hartwell. A wonderful right. moment for her. But the, there was no story with her going into this other than she won, she lost a qualifying match and then won the the second chance match. So um, I don't know how they're going to make it feel like that was the right move on mm. Tuesday. Because it feels like even if it wasn't going to be Roxanne, to me, it should have been Tiffany Stratton. Yeah, I mean... That's that's the really that's the easy call to me is is she's 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 progressed so much she's so good Tiffany Stratton by the way uh, doing amazing thing the match itself was a lot of fun it's all these women great stuff. Great. a great stuff a couple scarier spots a couple scarier spots yeah no the Tiffany took the most gnarly spine buster uh, literally literally on the spine just like adventure like backwards 
over over a ladder in a weird way, uh, and then did a moonsault thing to the outside uh, that nobody caught her for. And she landed fully on the same part of the back that landed on the ladder. So she's just going to be just purple, just purple all over the lower back. Hope her kidneys are okay. Um, she's going to have a listen. Tiffany bruise Tiffany. Nailed it. Um, so, so, um, the, the, the match was, 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 was good. Um, it did not feel like they let, did it feel like this with you? Cause it did not feel like this way to me. Did it feel like to you, like they laid out the match, like Roxanne is in this match because she needs to be because she never lost her title. Did it feel to you like there was a, a special fire within the champion slash former champion because you couldn't figure out which one those things were um uh, did it feel to, like it did not feel to me like it was roxanne's match that she had to win like i feel like the only reason you do all that rigmarole with her collapsing and then being stripped or maybe not stripped of the title um and then p- begging to get back into the into the match like you do all of that so that you're planning on laying out the match to match that story. And they didn't, she felt like she was one of the six girls in the match. And that's not what the story you had been telling with her was. Yeah. I think, um, this wasn't like the best agent in match, just like in general, Mm -hmm. I think some of those scarier spots, with Tiffany Stratton were probably things that should have been like fleshed out a little bit more. I'm obviously not like backstage seeing people lay stuff out, but just the way that it looked to me, um, it, it didn't feel like there was a ton of story driven here. And part of that was probably because of who ended up winning. I'm just right. really thankful that Jeremy Lambert's not here. Like of all yes. the things. I'm I just, don't want that. No, nobody does. Alex Polowski. <laughs> hey, it's long time no see buddy. How are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Oh, we're we're good. We're just talking about some weirdly booked wrestling. How are you doing? You guys are talking about the ROH show from last night? I thought this was the NXT post show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm on the wrong show. <laughs> oh, look at it. Nice. Sad. Very won. sad. Very sad times on uh, mm. the ROH show. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, yeah. Highs and lows. Highs and lows. Hi. How is Hi. everybody? To what, to what do we owe the pleasure? I know. I know. I've been working really hard this weekend, so I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna take a break and ruin other people's shows for. That sounds like fun. No, the helping only helping. We're talking about this ladder match. We're talking about Indy Hartwell going over and kind of how it didn't feel like there was any urgency with Roxanne. Like it, it um, didn't feel like there was a ton of story. Which I guess with ladder match, we just mostly look like first spots yeah, now. But I. I <laughs> I thought Roxanne was just like, hey, she's in the match. Just forget about her collapsing a few weeks ago. I guess it's been like a month now. Uh, just forget about her collapsing. And then mm-hmm. she was cleared. She's just participant number six in this match. It was strange. Uh, I've, I've had my fix of multi-person ladder matches after last night anyway. And mm-hmm. just Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels loving his ladder matches is, is always a thing. And everything yeah. else. And every other uh, angle he's ever done. Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yes. Shawn Michaels loves him some Shawn Michaels. Bless that. <laughs> he does. He, he that like, somebody Michaels asked him a question. It's like, hey, no, we, we're doing all my old angles because we think they work. Like, yeah. Oh, so so you know you're you're fully cognizant of the fact that you're just running back all your play in the hits. Good for you. Oh my god, uh, he admitted. Bless him. 
again, yeah. bless him, bless him that he he's like, you know, it was 30 years ago. We got a whole new audience. So mm-hmm. it's great. He's like the uh can't you appreciate the the Yankees joke here? It's the A-Rod picture where he's basically yes. making it out with himself in the <laughs> in the mirror there. That John Michaels is, is what he's doing. We need him to recreate that. I, I if, love if, we, that. if we find out he's got a painting of himself as a centaur, we know we know he's gone full A-Rod. <laughs> oh bless him. Oh, at least he didn't do at least he didn't do a post uh, a post show media thing no, that's the yeah, other reason why God. i'm here is i don't have to cover that i gotta cover triple h hey look in in fairness to Shawn michaels he wants to keep those things like half an hour good that's on good. you sean I love hey, good on you I love <laughs> other people take notes with your right. uh, two-hour yeah. press conference anthony khan come on <laughs> now <laughs> Jeremy, All how right. are you holding up in general? You're having a you've, you've done a lot of work this to, weekend, and it's midday Saturday. <laughs> I'm about to grab another thing of coffee because uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm about I'm about on like two coffees a day, and it's two times mm-hmm. caffeine. I'm trying to get mm-hmm. Vinny Pacifico, shout out to him, uh, to send oh, me some yeah. Bang Energy drinks. Nice, and, uh, nice. I'm ordering pizza for dinner, so nice. That's that's what we're doing. That's what this we're doing. This is awesome. a, a weekend to just make it easy on yourself, indulge. Mm-hmm. We're not trying I, to be healthy. We're living our lives. I'm no. trying. I'm trying. Bless, bless all the. Yeah. No water, straight, straight water. People can't really mm. see inside the cup, but mm. nothing mm. but water, and yeah, that's it. And coffee. That's that's all. I'm, that's all I'm fueled on. Water and coffee. Right. Wow. Any uh, any scoops you want to leave us with? You could just make something up if you want. I broke the Vince McMahon has a mustache story. <laughs> I'm giving myself credit for that. I was like, if this is April Fool's joke, I'm gonna be pissed. But it was. Uh. You would not believe how many people like actually DM'd me. It was like, is this an April Fool's joke? And that's why I finally put like, here is the source video under that tweet. Because <laughs> yeah, a lot of people, a lot of prominent people, I won't call anybody out here. Alex McCarthy, Connor Casey, Lure Dangor. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you said prominent they, they, people. Um, any yeah, Dr. Prominent Pepper people over there? Louis <laughs> yeah, that's, that's on me. I'm going to get out of here before I ruin the flow of your show. It's all right. No, it's fine. No, listen, this this is just us yelling about stuff, so it's fine. No, it's awesome. That's always your show. That's that's true. That's true. That's true. (laughs) What is your shirt, Alex? Now, I'm very curious now. It's uh, oh, it's okay. the Ghostbusters as the king is the king of the hill cast. Oh, nice! I like that. Alex yeah. always has fun shirts. He has great taste in shirts. When he did the uh, Super Mario Home Alone shirt, I, I messaged mm, him. I was like, "This oh. is a this is a fantastic Christmas gift." So I got that for the wife for Christmas uh, this past nice. year. Yeah, that's a really Wonderful. great shirt. Right I'm glad there. I could contribute to the happy family. Oh, you when you I... did great with those shirts. <laughs> There was a promotional picture of Becky and Seth together, and I saw Seth in his purple suit, and I was like, Jeremy's going to have to renew his vows. He's got oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, just for that, just to see if he'll let me borrow that suit. Bless them. They're my. They're one of my favorite couples. Them, so Moxley, and Renee also. So just great, Best. great couples out there. Best. All right, I'm out of here. Bye, guys. Right. Everyone enjoy NXT, Bye. the post-show, I guess, this show, and everyone mm. enjoy WrestleMania for the next five nights. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye, yeah. Bye. Bye um I love always Jeremy. Good to see Jeremy. Jeremy's great. I mean I can't stand him. No. Uh nope, nope, nope. Can't they that so, he gave you he gave you your big break, which ultimately led to you being on this show. So I know. Yep. <laughs> and in it with me saying 
Mm-hmm. I'm not on sour grip, so mm-hmm. that's good. There you I go. I got to do um, a little uh, pipe bomb recount. I'll post the link on my Twitter. I saw that was, that, that was fun. Day. That was fun. Um, so then the end of the match is such Indy is there and apparently cannot stand. And I do not remember. Hey guys, have you ever wondered what happened to the legendary Chuck Norris? I saw a video he made and I was shocked. He is in his eighties, still kicking butt, working out, staying active. He looks like he's got more energy, can work out longer, even has plenty of that energy left over for his grandkids. And he did this by making one change. He said that he still feels like he's in his 50s. His wife even started doing this thing too. She's never felt better. She says she feels 10 years younger. Her body looks leaner, has energy all day. And Chuck's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do this same thing to see incredible changes in their health. Staying active is important. Moving around keeps you feeling good. Making sure that you take care of your gut health, your digestion, just overall, is also very important. Right now, you can go to mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Watch Chuck's video right now. That's mymorningkick.com slash Fightful. Check out what Chuck Norris has to say. What's got him feeling so good these days? He explains everything, and you won't believe how simple it is. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at the spot that she took that made her unable to stand. Uh, I'd have to go back and watch what it was, what giant spot that she took that then she couldn't stand three or four minutes later. Uh, but um, she couldn't stand. So Dexter Loomis slid into the ring directly beneath her crotch and looked up at her with his, with his eyes, dreamy, and then put her on his shoulders and walked up the, the ladder with her on his shoulders, which is technically cheating. Um, and we don't like it when James Ellsworth does this, but we do like it when Dexter Loomis does it. So I just say, different. Is it, this is no <laughs> hypocrisy. It's rampant hypocrisy. Um, but, uh, she's able to, to win the thing because Dexter Loomis is in the power of his love. Now, Dexter Loomis is firmly on the main roster and Indy is now firmly in NXT because Indy is now NXT champion. I always thought like, well, just, just make the way again without Austin theory. Cause but make the way again in on the main roster. It could be a lot of fun. It's like a as a fun, a stable of of familial love and, f- and good time shenanigans. Uh, but but then he's got to stay in the main roster in, in NXT for a bit. I mean that's cool. I guess. Uh, this is all the more perplexing of why in the one like if you're gonna reunite mm-hmm. index do it mm-hmm. on the main roster why not but mm-hmm. i am very happy for an indie hartwell title reign i'm intrigued yeah. to see what that is i'm intrigued to right. see what happens with roxanne not from like a storyline standpoint but i'm i'm guessing she's going up to the main roster they gotta straighten out this women's tag division all if, over the place so if I'm... she is not going to the main roster if roxanne is not going to the main roster and i mean like with the quickness immediately this booking decision is inexcusable it's yeah. inexcusable, like inexcusable. If you want to tell me Tiffany Stratton's the champion and you want Roxanne to chase and that to be the overall story that leads you all the way to battleground and beyond, fine. I get that. But a different baby face other than Roxanne and Roxanne just gets to stick around and be another 
person on the on the no. Mm -mm. I remember yeah. like, well, but then, oh, what if you turn Indy heel? So you do this amazing feel-good moment with Indy finally becoming the champion and doing this awesome reunion with Gargano and Candice LeRae and Dexter later in the show, and you're going to do all of that and then turn around and make her a heel? No. I mean, don't do that. That doesn't seem right, right? I'm so sad Jeremy left right before we were talking about love because nobody loves love more than Jeremy. That's, but That's true. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, I there's it's completely uh hypocritical of me, but it's okay for Dexter Lewis and it's not okay for James Ellsworth mm -hmm. because in one case love won, in the other case it was just dirty cheating. Uh and it was also the first women's money in the bank match ever, so that was double trash. Right. But right. Yes. um yeah, I don't know, man. I I'm this is anytime anybody puts somebody on the shoulders and walks up the ladder for them, I go. That's shenanigans. That's just shenanigans. It is. It is. Oh, it's definitely shenanigans, but it's also love. Um, I <laughs> I do feel like of all the booking mm. decisions, this was the biggest head scratcher. I'm concerned with two things. One, if they call Roxanne up, this whole story going into this was really weird anyway. Two, if she's sticking around, like you said, this makes absolutely no sense to hand this off from babyface to babyface. And three... I hope that there's not something that's like long-term wrong where she was able to be in this match, but now has to go away for a little bit. Like, I hope she's sincerely okay because it felt like they're going to put of... her in a ladder match is like, listen, you're going to have to take time off of surgery, but before you go, how about this six woman ladder? Well, match? if it's, if it's something different, <laughs> I mean, if it's something okay, that is mental health okay, or, or whatever, fine. I hope that but she's also <laughs> all right. But then, yeah, why are you jumping back in this? This so, is just so, weird. So you're having some mental health issues, are you? Well, would you like How to be in this, this six-woman Could I interest you in this six-woman ladder match? Well, and the story is just so... It's just weird. It is a mm. weird, 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 weird one. But oh. a really fun match. I feel like... I hope Tiffany Stratton's okay. I feel like this was a really good performance for her and, and a lot of the other women involved. But, um, the, yeah. The, Ryan Lambert reminded me of something that I can't believe I forgot entirely about. If you if you asked me to recount everything that happened in the ladder match, I never would have brought this up. Gigi Dolan's at the top of the ladder, and she's ready to reach for the title, and all of a sudden, J.C. Jane, officially referred to on the show as J.J., J.J. Oh yeah. pushes Gigi off the ladder and stands there for a while with the, with the, with the belt right above her, and I was like, Michaels, if you have her <laughs> reach up and take this belt right now, I will never forgive you because then you're going to have to do another tournament or something to figure out who's the real champion or something, right? But at the same time, why wouldn't JC Jane in character have just reached up and grabbed the title? Like, oh, this is mine now. So her, her whole character would be, this is mine now. I got it. I should have been in this ladder match by rights. If Gigi hadn't cheated to beat me in that match where she separated my shoulder, I'd be in this match right now. This is my title. You can take it from me if you want, but it's mine. That's who JC Jane would have done. Yeah. But you put her in that position to do it. And uh, like all of this was so ridiculous. But after that moment, I was like, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. I don't know. I, I definitely didn't think um, Indy Hartwell was going to win after that. But no, I didn't. I, don't, I think that no. I love Indy. Um, we got some super and, and humper chats to talk about for this one. Uh, Co says, "So did they force Indy to give up the title due to shenanigans? Would be in line with the forced Solo Sokoa force relinquish." Um, 
like I don't know, man. Like you can always rely on old HBK, the horrible booking kid, uh, to um, to come up with the most convoluted thing to do possibly, and then never actually really pay it off. So, well, there were suspicions. Nothing ever reported, but they kind of checked out with Solo Sokoa. Mm-hmm. Sounded mm-hmm. like maybe Fox didn't want somebody carrying around a USA belt on their network a right. bunch mm-hmm. <laughs> because he had side plates and everything. That was like, I felt like they thought he was going to have an NXT run with that belt and then didn't. So that would kind of check out that math. While I didn't like the justification, if there was a real life reason that they had to reverse engineer it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. This is completely mm-hmm. planned, which is very mm-hmm. odd about it, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, We'll see. Um, this was definitely a surprise. For for peeps asking about puns, let's do Hollywood stuff. Because ooh yes, Hollywood stuff all weekend. Okay, so if you don't have a good one right now, maybe you'll think of one between now and and the the select show later. So Hollywood yeah. Hulk Hogan, I already called it. Yeah, well, be be yeah, better. Yeah, be yeah. more creative with your Hollywood yeah. puns. Yeah. If you're new to the show. We're extremely mm-hmm. silly, and sometimes we just do wrestling puns about a different mm-hmm. topic. Feel free to mm-hmm. participate by right. chiming in. Yeah. Um, uh, Ricardo says, Indy made my grumpy morning much better. I was oh. very I was very happy to see her win, but it also made me go, what? Like, <laughs> you know, you, you can you can, you can be... As, as so happy Orion for the ben person, says, so puzzled by the booking. Right. Like, both as of those Orion things ben are says, true. As Orion Ben says, I can rejoice for the wrestling family. And go, huh? At the same time. <gasps> Alex, you know what I just realized? What? Mm-hmm. Wrestling has more than two royal families. <sighs> yes, it's true. Andy Harwell wins today! <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Mag- Maggie uh, said Maggie. It, it was in the chat, and she says, Loomis had to show in, in NXT, so Indy could finally acknowledge Gargano having been back for weeks like they didn't they didn't ever have yeah, her never, like hey like... Johnny, you're back remember me i'm your surrogate daughter whatever happened to my surrogate brother is he still out there and jenny could be like no he sucks now johnny gargano stood on the altar at that wedding mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true um we also had one back for the schism match fake you and tyler Bate versus gacy and pals was a fine match <laughs> except for the Except for the finish of Duke pretending to turn on Fake You to join the wacky cult, oh, and then immediately attack them from behind and win, which makes me say, "What the fuck's the fucking point of this feud?" Which is also see, feeling feeling Dreepy is a feeling Dreepy is an absolute uh, student of of Sour You because Sour You <laughs> preaches what was the point of this feud is probably you can major in what was the point of this feud. That is our most that is our most popular major here at Sour You. I want a Sour You sweater. <laughs> Like, I like the idea of Duke Hudson being clever enough to turn it on its head, but there's a bigger picture to think about with that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, we got our, our, our tag team match here. Um, we did. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Gallus versus the, the Creeds versus, uh, the D'Angelo family. Um, this match was uh, sloppy at points, um, spectacular at others. Um, and one thing that uh, that combined both of those uh, uh, themes 
was a spot. <laughs> a, a, a spot where I believe it was Wolfgang. If it wasn't Wolfgang, it was Mark Coffey. And either, either way, a, a very large lad had stacks on his shoulders. And then Julius Creed went under, like, standing on the apron. And Julius Creed went in from behind and then put Wolfgang or Coffee with stacks on his shoulders on Julius Creed's shoulders. And then was just, like, walking around with two men sitting on his shoulders. And I was like, here's what I think of Julius Creed. I'm pretty sure he could have put a third guy up there and would have been fine. Like, he's incredible. But he walks over into position to do the Brutus cannonball off the top rope doomsday device. And Brutus jumps off and misses everybody by four feet. And they just got to do the bump anyway. Like it was, it was so bad. Uh, he, like he, he, as he passed, as he passed stacks, he kind of waved at him, but like, he didn't really make contact. And then of course you got to have Vic Joseph go, uh, not sure Brutus got all of that, but I guess it was enough. I, I empathized with, I felt bad for Vic Joseph in that moment because there's mm-hmm. no, there's not mm-hmm. an easy way to do that on commentary when it's, it wasn't a small thing. He missed it. He, he missed pretty bad. Yeah. Um, I, I, I actually really liked this match. Even the sloppy stuff, I was like, they're going balls to the wall. So I um, kind of mm-hmm. appreciated it in that way. Nice to see the visa issues get worked out with mm-hmm. Joe Coffey, which came into play here, but I thought was, Pretty well done for the the level of interference mm-hmm. that NXT yeah. usually does. This made sense. It was a nice mm-hmm. surprise, surprise. Um, one that I think people saw coming, but I think was good. I, man, Julius Creed, we were talking about this just a little bit before we went on air. It, it's getting it's getting to the point, I, I said a couple weeks ago, and tonight was just like another tonight. It's 4.30 Eastern. Today was a good example of it. He's it, call up the Creed brothers as a unit if you want. Do something fun. Stick them with Chad Gable, whatever. Julius Creed's the guy. At least him has to go up. I would probably call them up as a tag team too, because I I think right now that might be a good call. Maybe not with the tag division. Just always feels a little bit lost. But you are gonna have new champions up there. Um. But Julius Creed is just an outstanding talent, and Brutus did some other really fun stuff in this match. That yeah, but that, like I, that was like I, when you I, when you go to put down a car window, and you do it at a stoplight, so you don't really get any relief, but you get like a slight freeze. That's what, what that was like with him coming by. It was like I rolled down the window to get air in, and instead right. I just get this gentle. Yes. No. This is this is what you what you want is like turn on a box fan to get some airflow, but what you actually have is like a toddler doing this from across the room. That's that's how much of a breeze there was to knock old stacks off. Now here's the thing: Joe Coffee comes back right, and he's the inciting incident for this. But um, Stacks is sitting there, um, and he's about to get leveled by a lariat or whatever. Um, uh, and Tony D, because the story is now, Tony will not allow Stax to take any punishment in any match they are in together. So, so instead of allowing the legal man, okay, um, uh, who is in the match, uh, to take take the blow, and then 
run around to the other side of the ring where nobody can prevent him from sliding in to break up the pinfall when his legal partner is pinned. He shoves Stacks with a, with enough force to knock him out when he hits the edge of the announce table. And then he himself gets taken out so he can't break up the pinfall. And Tony D, you're supposed to be a smarter guy than this. I thought you was the guy with all the plans. I thought you was the guy who thought two steps ahead and knows what move you're going to make before you even make it. Instead, uh, he actually took out his own teammate because, like... <laughs> Like, yeah, it was too bad. Um, anyway, I do so, think yeah. there was an opportunity for, I don't, I don't think this was a bad booking call. I think there was a fun opportunity that you had to put this on Tony D and stacks, but I think there's also a really fun direction you can go with them out of this of like, you're supposed to be my underboss and I'm out there protecting you and mm-hmm. um, going but in the late, direction of, yeah, the, but, of right. I think we had right. gold on the line and you didn't, you know, you didn't do the job. I think you're right. However, later in, in the in the program, they explicitly went in the opposite direction of Stax beating himself up backstage and Tony, hey, listen, no, don't you dare do that. There's not you have nothing to be ashamed of. You went out there and fought for this family. You're part of the family. You know, I don't want to hear you beating yourself up about this. Uh and uh and then uh that was one of Pretty Deadly, I think, had twelve wardrobe changes during this whole thing but one of their wardrobe changes they came in to like make fun of uh tony d and stacks so that set up a match for uh for tuesday i actually i actually really like pretty deadly on this i feel like because you had an afternoon show somebody as absurd as them and over the top and playing boy it was actually a really good call because i gotta tell you like mid-afternoon wrestling is a it's a weird thing (laughs) 10 a.m. local time. 10 a.m. Like, local time, which means like their was, call time was 6 a.m. And that was probably like just for the nine nine forty is when the pre-show match went on the air. Local time, like those people in LA, they don't they don't get up that early on Saturdays. No, I do lived you know what LA. the traffic would be too? Uh, well, I lived in LA for eight months. Like, no, nobody get. But here's the thing: it's it's Saturday. So, like, if you want to, like, go grocery shopping, the best time is, like, 9 a.m. on a Saturday because everyone is in bed. So, you like, everyone's got, everyone's, no one's at that place. But, hey, you know what? It looked, it looked well sold, so good for them. Um, uh, I, yeah, th- this did feel weird. Like, we, we got, we got a Scottish witch coven. <laughs> to walk, making their entrance before noon local time. That is that is an after dark act. I'll tell you, <laughs> that is an after dark act. You got to do that one later in the evening. Um, Don F in the chat saying a croissant upon entry. They should have done that. They should they should give you brunch at this thing, whether you're in a box or not. Not even brunch, straight up breakfast. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Every, everyone gets one of those little boxes of cereal you can pour milk into that you would eat as a kid. Yeah. Oh, those were the best. Mm. Um, so uh, Michael Branson, of course, asks, uh, what colors would you pick as the colors for Sour You? And obviously it's uh, purple and green with a little bit of burgundy in there, maybe. Um, but yeah, I think purple, like a nice dark purple uh, yeah. with, with some with some green, vibrant green. That should be good. A big green uh, S. Um, 
So uh, um, we we then got the best match of the weekend in a walk on WWE. Let's, let's say that WWE. Um, the only thing on on the main roster shows on Saturday and Sunday that has a prayer of catching up to this is is uh, Drew and Sheamus and Gunther. Now, someone, some hater in the chat, hater of me, is is going to say it's going to be uh, Seth versus uh, um, uh, Logan Paul. <laughs> and to that, to that, I say, screw you. That doesn't count. Logan Paul's not a wrestler, so I don't care if he can do flips or jumps. I don't care. He's not a wrestler, therefore the match doesn't count. Um, that, but the, I'm looking forward to that Drew versus Sheamus versus versus Gunther, and I think that they that they very well might surpass this, but they got a lot of work cut out for him because this NXT Unreal. North American five way match was amazing. Um, uh, this was so good. Uh, it was laid out so well. All the guys had amazing spots in it. Um. Uh, including one that uh, honestly I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna have Wesley take this move it should therefore disqualify him from being the winner of the match because he's doing <laughs> like a full backflip like 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 a gymnastics round off backflip things and then takes Axiom's finisher which is a running single leg drop kick to the face while upside down and two feet off the ground. And I feel like if any move says, okay, well now that guy is out of it for the rest of, for, for the duration, it's that move. Um, but uh, like th- near the end when it was just like Dragon Lee bouncing off the ropes to like run full sprint at a barely conscious, barely standing Ilya Dragunov who takes the last of his, of his uh, energy to throw one of the most wicked lariats you will ever see. I'm like, this match is it. You're, you're nothing's nothing surpassing it. And it was so, 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 so good. And as again, I've said, the only thing on night one or night two of WrestleMania that could possibly really surpass it is a ma- another multi-man match that will be entirely different from this one. Oh, it's so my don't, don't come to me thing. like don't come to me and be, and be like, oh, you just like the flippy guys. You what if what if you go watch AEW? No, you you definitely just like the don't. flippy guys. No, listen, I do like flippy guys, but I also like big hosses who beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> I can like both things. Well, I'm you also you like story above more than anything, I feel I like. Do. And more than and anything so else, I that do. is that is almost abandoned of a specific style in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, this was this was a masterpiece. This was mm-hmm. some of the best commentary we've gotten from Vic Joseph. Booker G was killing me today in parts of this, but he did a really good job of outlining uh, a lot of the reasons people why are either in the match or deserve to be. He did a really good job talking about JD McDonough and Ilya Dragunov. To me... This is probably just because I have such a, a, just an absolute admiration for the guy's work. Ilya Dragunov really just stood out to me in this match. Like mm-hmm. his work in this was some of my favorite that happened in the match. I, I think partly because stylistically he is a little bit different. And I, in a match, we talked about this with the qualifiers going into it with the battle Royal they had. I was like, if they want to put a big guy in there, I would have loved for it to have been Odyssey Jones. We were nervous it would be Von Wagner. It ended mm-hmm. up being Axiom, which was the right call. Um, 
but I was kind of like, you almost didn't need one of those guys because Ilya Dragunov just brought such a different flavor to it. Not that he would do the same work a big a big Haas guy would do, but like him being a little bit more of a hard-hitting, striking, grounded dude just kind of centered this match in a way that I think was really helpful. And I loved the animosity that existed between him and JD McDonough in this the entire time through. Athletically, this was incredible. There was a really scary spot with Dragon Lee's knee where I thought, oh God, that made me so nervous. I thought, I was like, if he was going to win, they're going to call an audible because I thought he was like out of it, out of it. He didn't recover, thankfully, but I, I wonder what we're going to see after. Sometimes when adrenaline wears off, we find out things that aren't great. Um, but that made me so, um, I was like, please don't be the guy that debuts in an incredible match and then is shelved for seven to nine months because they blew out their knee on a, a spot like this. It, it broke my heart. But I had said on Twitter, I was like, this is like a ladder match without a ladder. The the height yeah. we were getting on mm-hmm. some of these moves, the types of moves we were getting, absolute blast. And yesterday at ROH, we had Vikingo and Commander. And I was like, man, we are getting some really insane mm-hmm. uh, matches in, in the past 24 hours of this style, of Lucha style. Yeah. So really, um, really fun. Uh, they need to work on Dragon Lee's entrance because um, uh, they do the thing with Axiom where he's like the Flash, and and like yeah he he goes back and forth and like like there's, there's like a strobe effect which makes him look like he's really moving fast. But taking three steps to one side and then three steps to the other side doesn't really make we should come out and then sprint right past the camera. And that would make him look like he's moving incredibly fast. But, like, it doesn't make sense for him to move and then stop. Because once he's stopped, you're no longer doing the thing. So, actually, doesn't work. It kind of just looks like he's doing the Macarena or, like, the electric slide. (laughs) They did, yeah, they did the opposite effect on Dragon Lee, where he came out in close-up. And they they had, like, he walked out in normal motion. All of a sudden, they they moved it to slow motion. Like, it was, I was like, okay, all right. But then they did it again. And this time it glitched. And then when it caught back up to him, his, his, he was looking off this way. And, and then they, they put a, a little thing of like, a, like, hey, you've never seen this guy before, but he's, he's his former champion and all these other things. And, and he started wrestling at 17, but it covered up his entire face. And I was like, that ain't, that ain't good, guys. That's not, not great. Um, yeah. They also, the, lighting and the all of that was really cool about it i wish they had just had it in in normal speed because i feel like you didn't even need it when he first stepped out there i was like oh they've immediately made it feel like Mm -hmm. he has such a presence about him and then um yeah it was kind of a shame that that got tripped up a little bit yeah yeah i don't know why that why they needed to do that but especially with one one guy your your purpose on the entrance is to make him look really fast the other guy is supposed to look really slow but it's dragon lee i don't understand why that happens um uh shotkin says booker's contributions on commentary today these guys are great i have no idea who any of them are but they are really talented he kept calling dragon lee kid it's <laughs> like He's 27. I mean, he's not an old timer, but I was like, he ain't Roxanne. Everybody's a kid to to, to Booker T. Uh, And also, it's just like, I've I've been able to to tune him out occasionally. I will will have just, you know how, I don't know, like there's a frequency of his voice like that I'm just able to like, okay, that is just a buzz. 
I could just hear a buzz. There's no words being said. I've tuned my ear to like never really hear things that he says. And all of a sudden I'll get taken out of that like attunement and I'll hear a phrase and be like, what? But I, I was in, I was in, I was in good mode today. I was in God mode with that whole like the buzz thing, and I, I couldn't hear anything. And then I, on my Twitter feed, I'd see somebody, "What the hell is Booker T talking about?" And I was like, "I'm so happy that I didn't hear any of that." Well, because he wasn't really. I think what helps with your little tuning out is he he doesn't really say a whole heck of a lot, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Like it's, um, mm-hmm. I feel like there's such an opportunity for, oh God. Here I go again, talking about how much I love ROH. But they brought back Nigel McGinnis yesterday to sit in with Ian and Caprice. And I was just like, he immediately, immediately added value. There was one part where Caprice Coleman says, uh, you know, in one month, he's going to be married to his wife for 20 years. And Nigel McGinnis goes, sounds like less time for murder. Like he just immediately established like who he is, what he was doing there. Booker, I just Mm -hmm. feel like kind of keeps things moving along, but doesn't say a whole heck of a lot, unfortunately. Um, But I, I normally can, I'm like, eh, he's not great, but can, can stomach it. Something about two in the afternoon, Booker T, I just didn't have any room for today. Mm -mm. No. Um, uh, and Luis Polito says Lucha and Brit wrestling, uh, Brit rest, uh, British strong style style is a combo that should be illegal. You put those types of wrestlers in there going crazy, man. I, I, I don't know. That's so, so great. Oh, I want to call it att- delicious. Yeah. Um, uh, I want to call attention to this one. We'll go back to it. Um, when, uh, when we're talking about this match, but, um, what an amazing! Thank you so much for this wonderful oh, donation for throwback. Uh, you're the greatest. We'll 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 talk we'll talk more about that when we get when we get there. Um, thank you, thank uh, you, thank but thank you, you so thank much. You I wanted to make sure bring, bring that. Kind yeah, so nice. Um, uh, so uh, so Wesley wins by doing the cardiac kick. I love the finish. Kid. I loved the finish on this. I want to I want to see another angle. I don't believe he made contact with Dragonoff. Um, I want to see another angle from the angle they showed. They only showed that one angle twice. It did not look like the, his feet actually hit Dragon off. But I love the idea of it, which is him doing the torpedo Moscow to Dragon Lee, I think, as the, the cardiac kick hit his own head. And my thought, however, with all of this is this is a man who intentionally uses his own head as a weapon for his own finisher. Throwing his head into somebody else's head. Your feet hitting his head at the same time should not really affect him that much. Because he's already just banging his head into things at this point. But it was really cool. I just don't think he actually made contact with it. But um, it was a really cool looking thing. I love the idea of um, uh, finishers being done as somebody else is doing their finisher. I think that's cool. Um, But Wesley wins. Good for Wesley. There's no end of, uh, as they've proven, of challengers for this title. Um, I honestly don't feel like it would have been a bad decision for any of these people to win it in this match. Even Jeannie McDonuts, who I don't like, the 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 heel who gets chased is always a really good thing. Like that's oh, yeah. all these great young, fast lucha types 
uh, even though you, you could throw like a Tyler Bate in there once you get him away from Chase U permanently, like you could have them chase JD. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. But donuts, like that's that's a cool program. Um, but like I don't think it would have been a bad call for any of these guys to win. Wesley winning, retaining just means you have other guys who can, who you can play with, you know. Someone brought this up on the ROH post show with the reach for the sky ladder match, and it applied here too. When it feels like any of those people can win, mm-hmm. it just makes it more interesting too, because you're yes. biting at more near falls. You're not like, yes. Well, that guy's gonna win. I'm waiting for that spot to stick around and yes. in a match that's as quick moving as this when you can kind of see any of these guys going over it makes it really fun you had brought up the idea of jd mcdonald's winning uh and having people chase i would have also liked that but i have no problem with wesley retaining here axiom winning would have made sense dragon lee winning in his debut would have made sense but i did like the idea of Ilya dragonoff and jd mcdonough already have like this this feud brewing, you could easily have JD McDonough win and drag it off. Just be like, all right. (laughs) And do that. But no problem with Wesley winning here. I was kind of surprised by it because so Mm -hmm. many people could win. And I also just feel like he's someone that is probably main roster ready at at this point as well. They had a nice Mm -hmm. video package beforehand, which also made me think maybe he's getting called up because they were doing kind of like a nice, almost felt farewell ish, but Mm -hmm. No problem with him winning. Really great match. He picked all the competitors, so he should have had it well scouted. And it looks like he did. So this mm-hmm. this was a phenomenal, phenomenal in-ring display. And um, it was nice to have a buy-in factor where it didn't mm-hmm. feel predictable and any of these guys could go over. Right. Um, this is this is what this is why I loved it so much. It did. Orion yeah. Ben says this felt like 205 live at its prime. Just effing awesome. God, I miss that show. And I miss all those guys being able to do all that stuff on that show when nobody was watching, so nobody cared. Like it was it was they were doing it in an arena full of 14 tired SmackDown fans <laughs> and killing each other with diving off the top rope and stuff. Um, God, crazy. those were the uh, the summer of 2018, man. Summer it's 2018. It's crazy if you I was doing a deep dive because Logan Paul's contract is up, and I was like, I don't think he's done the numbers that people think he's done. So I was looking and <laughs> deep dive. Mustafa Ali, his like 205 live matches, the one with Bud Matthews and a couple mm-hmm. other ones, they all have like 4 million plus mm-hmm. views. And it just made me really happy because I was like, well, we know WWE didn't care about it. And we definitely yeah. know social isn't pushing it. So to see that, Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's a lot of people like you and I who went back and watched them multiple times too. Like I'm, I'm just glad that they exist somewhere like that because it was, yep. it was really, really special professional wrestling work. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, Tim, that's the bad era of 205 Live. That's not Prime 205 Live. That's the era they had to wash <laughs> the taste out of the mouth with with that amazing tournament, and then the summer of 2018. No, that's the bad era. We don't talk about that era. That's the bad era. Hey, um, there is Enzo Amore news on Fightful Select for all of you. In, 
in case and you care about that. Um, stands. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller doing the unsanctioned match here. I was like, oh, the poor women's tag match. Uh, like, <laughs> you're going to do this five-way, then the unsanctioned match, and then, oh, yeah, I guess there is something before the main event. Like, that's never fun to do that to those ladies. No. Um, uh, so uh, Johnny Gargano defeated Grayson Waller. Damned if you do it, damned if you don't. That is the correct end to the feud that began when Grayson Waller attacked Johnny Gargano when he was doing his retirement speech, and then Johnny Gargano gets to come back for revenge. That's the right end to that story. However, it's the Grayson Waller special. Somebody shows up from the main roster to kick his ass. He loses and moves on. Like, I don't understand why. Like, if is this is this guy the guy? Is this guy a contender to be the guy? Or is he a guy who gets his ass kicked by main roster people when they show up for a week? Like, I, I don't know. The only person he's beat who's a main roster guy who showed up was R-Truth. And that's only by, I think R-Truth might have actually won that match had he not hurt himself during the match and they had to throw it out. Like the AJ Styles thing, like I don't know, maybe is that it? It feels like there's a lot more. <laughs> it does feel that way. Well, and my concern is Johnny Gargano beating him in an unsanctioned match. The type of heel Grayson Waller is, he would go back and say, you know, well, it wasn't on the record, so it doesn't really count. And it's like, well, if we look at your record, it can't matter. Yeah. Like yeah. if 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 the idea is like, well, I didn't actually take the loss. I'm being like a that type of heel or whatever it's like but you've taken losses all over the place so it's a little um it, they could have just called this a hardcore match <laughs> yeah it's weird to be like but it, was good. it was really good in ring i liked how it started too i really liked um grayson waller being sneaky enough to go for the chair and johnny gargano knowing that he was gonna pull something like that like mm -hmm. loved that being like bang right before the bell yeah. um really good in ring work Grayson Waller, most of my in-ring complaints aren't are there with his dumb finisher, but most of my Grayson Waller complaints aren't aren't in-ring. And Johnny Gargano was like, I say it with Daniel said, it's like, well, you're cheating if you're using that guy as like a measuring stick yeah. for something. But <laughs> but Gosh, fun, fun stuff here. Some somehow the match with with Grayson with, with uh, Johnny Gargano was Grayson Waller's best match. How weird. did that happen? That's no weird. way. Um, so weird, uh, Jake Hager's best match was with Brian Danielson. Like, all those so, feel like it's oh just God. cheating. It's just how did cheating. that happen? Um, <laughs> I did appreciate the moment where, uh, because I hate, I hated this at the beginning. There's, there's Johnny Gargano's son and his wife. Are we really doing this? Where she? This like, kid's gonna be so confused. He's gonna be like, my first memory is watching my dad get his ass kicked on the lawn and my mom standing there. My second memory is being shouted at in an arena full of thousands of people. Um, so what is I'm my so, life, baby wrestling? I'm so glad that they actually, that they set that up to then end that because she, he passes off the baby to somebody else, jumps the barricade, gets a kendo stick, and murders. <laughs> Just... She obliterated that kendo stick all over Grayson Waller's back. He looked like a mountain lion had mauled him. Like, like, oh my God, she she killed him with it. Um, so that that hey, at least Candace got to do something. Thank God. Yes. Um, uh, and credit to Grayson Waller because he takes bumps, man. And he yeah. he takes a lot of punishment in the ring. Yeah. 
Oh, or um, at ringside with a kendo yes. stick where Kendo's Lorraine destroys the crap out of them. Yes. Uh, there was one point that was very funny to me because I don't know which one of them got thrown over, over the table, but Booker T ended up on his back like a turtle for like five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Vic kept asking, are you okay, Book? Book, are you okay? <laughs> no, I'm not okay. <laughs> There was one point oh. in that fi- Booker tell me today. There was a point in the five man where Booker T was like, I'm supposed to buy that JD McDonough's dangerous. And Big Joseph was like, You just said he was dangerous like 10 minutes mm-hmm. ago or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um uh so <clears throat> Grayson Waller um taps out to the Gargano escape. And I'm really excited, like that Johnny got a big mania moment. He got to come back to NXT and have this cool thing, and he got to have, he got to get get you know revenge on Grayson Waller, who's the heel you're not supposed to like and everything. And now what for Grayson Waller? Like, where do you go from here with a guy who like? The, remember, the whole reason this match is happening. Is because he got pissy because he lost a match to Braun Breaker and then started yelling at at, at horrible booking kid about it and wanted to fight Shawn Michaels. But Shawn Michaels says, no, I'm retired. I won't fight you, but this guy will fight you. And then he like beat the hell out of the, the guy with a friggin' rake in the middle of his front lawn and then tapped out to him in the match. And, like, what do you do with Grayson Waller after this? I mean, I know the answer is he comes out and cuts a promo, and we're supposed to be like, oh, well, he's still, you know, he'll you know, he just slough it off or whatever. But no, like, you got to actually do some rehabilitation for this guy, and they won't do it. And, and, and then, like, I'm just supposed to go along with it, and I won't. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what happens on Tuesdays. <laughs> That is, if you're watching for the first time, this is what you get uh, on Tuesdays mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. frustrations with booking uh, and a lot of appreciation for the in-ring. Um, I I don't know. It, I, I said to one of my friends, I was like, he's kind of like how they did like the Randy Orton legend killer run, except he loses to all the legends. Like, I don't know yep. what the what the move here is with Grayson Waller. I don't know even how you rehab him um i mean he could we haven't seen him in wesley yet right i'm sure they'll they'll probably build up to a north american title run for him i guess yeah yeah i don't know i'm not really sure where you go with that but i mean but then afterwards uh johnny gargano goes to the up the stage with uh with candace and then indy comes out after having showered and put on a wonderful gold dress uh, she Gorgeous. comes out with with uh with her t- with her title and Dexter, and I believe this was the first time that Candace had seen her since she won the title. And Candace was so overjoyed, and she leaped up in the air and ran over to give her a huge hug. And it was honestly one of the uh the best moments you could possibly do. And doesn't take away from the fact that I have no idea why you put the title on Indy Hartwell for the future. But for now, great for for Tuesday and beyond. I don't know, Who but knows? for right now, awesome. Very, very uh, authentic feeling moment. 
a lot of love out there for Indy. I know Bailey has been in her corner for a really, really long mm-hmm, time. She mm-hmm. tweeted out a, a beautiful mm-hmm. congratulations. So definitely yeah. so excited for the person, just concerned about what you do now that she is champion. Yeah. Um, uh, so I like this one. Uh, thank you for much for, for Princess Diana. I know very little about this NXT, but you have t- tremendous rapport. And that's from Princess Di. So. I mean... I mean, if there was ever a compliment, yes, and I want I want to say that I think that the the paparazzi was far too hard on you, and I think that you did a lot for the world, and I I think you you great job. Agreed. Thank you so much. And I'm yep. sorry about all the dissension that's happening with like your kids and everything. Oh, but... oh I mean, come on. Thank you for the kind words, and also by the way, we do this every Tuesday, and a lot of the people that are in our chat don't even watch nxt we are very mm. um we are we are sour on booking but we are extremely mm-hmm. silly about a lot of other things so feel free yes. to to yeah. join us on tuesdays after NXT. yeah it is, it is fun it is fun <laughs> um uh so after this they they slotted in the uh women's tag match which was never going to be a showstopper I'm um, stunned this was not on the pre-show instead. I think it wasn't because didn't last year they do the women's tag match on the pre-show? Yes, they did. They did women's tag match on the pre-show last, last year. Um, this just needed need to be here. If you did it, I don't know. It's hard. Like I, I think I think the, the order of everything was was wrong anyway. I think you could have easily started with the, with the crazy men's match and then immediately done the women's ladder match because you knew it was going to end. If you're going to book Lindy to win, it's going to be a big moment everyone's going to love. And then you could slow it down uh, with the women's uh, tag match and then build it back up with everything else. But the anyway. old school in me says like if the men's men are going to main event, the second most important match on the card is your opener, and that should be the women's title. I mean, uh, yeah. I get it. I suppose. But you're right in that it's a multi-women ladder match, which makes opening feel like a little bit intense. Well, yeah, it's weird. All I know is that this was always going to be unfortunate for them. Um, But like I said, the Scottish Witches Coven coming down for their entrance (laughs) before noon local time is just weird. Um, and then the champs come out and they do a little re- a pre-rehearsed I don't like you bit on the way to the ring where like one of them stands in the other one they one like like loses their hip to like bump the other one out of the way like it's like a freaking sixth grade pageant like this is like in the and again this is not a comment on the people performing this this, this is not how you this angle has always been a trash angle from the beginning. And now, like, uh, like as they walk down there, well, I don't know how you could say these two are this on the same page, book. Yeah, exactly. Why are they the tag champs? They weren't on the same page when you made them the tag champs. This is ridiculous. Um, and he, he, honestly, I feel like they got jinxed. Because double vest was down there, he wasn't wearing even a single vest, and that's the problem. He, he was vestless. He was, You're done. He was. He Boom. wasn't even wearing. Wasn't even being true to himself the whole time. Um, the angle that ended this was probably dumber than the angle that they did in the pre-show, where give me the purse. I need. I need the purse, and Beach won't give Kiana James the purse, and Josh is Josh Briggs. 
Double vest, who's not even wearing a vest, says, Don't you Zero dare vest. give her that purse. Do not you don't you dare give her that purse. And Fallon's like, Don't give her the purse. Don't give her the purse. So then Peach doesn't give her the purse. And she immediately takes um a really gnarly finishing move and gets pinned. And Beach tries to get into the ring to stop the pinfall, but 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 Double Vest is holding him back. So he's just doing this while trying to get in the ring. And it's so that looked never... very similar to your impression of Shane McMahon work punches. <laughs> There's there are many subtle differences. Shane McMahon throwing punches. Beach tried to get in the ring. Nailed it. So, um, I I don't under I I don't know what she was what, what brass knuckles. What what's in the purse? I don't know, but I do know. Thank you for the raid, Ace of Podcast. We are on Twitch.tv slash Fightful Gaming. As my so soundproofing falls yes. from the wall with the oh. stupidity of this angle. Um <laughs> I uh I I feel like a a until you can prove otherwise a person wrestling is a winner's person, you should give it to the person. That's what I yeah. think. Also, did you at no point between the pre-show and now check what was in the purse? That seems silly. So and uh this this has been doomed from the start, right? Like they took over the women's world tag the women's NXT tag championships mm-hmm. as people who already hated each other. Mm-hmm. I feel like this was extremely stupid. Um, it's unfortunate because I actually liked the very beginning of this angle. I know we were kind of on differing sides of that. I think it was because I was in Hallmark movie, um, glory around December where it was like the, the bar was on the line. But what I did like about it was it made Kiana James feel like a real person and a real threat in all of this. And ever since we kind of got in this tag world, this angle has really felt like it's fallen off the tracks. Not at all surprised by the booking here because, shocker, the two people that don't like each other lost the titles. Also, Keanu James deserves a better Titantron than a, like, 2004 monogram-looking PowerPoint slide that was hot pink with a gold like, KJ on it. Like, you're better. The, the, the person that you knew who took their MySpace most seriously, like, that was the thing that was playing on on their myspace page (laughs) and if you don't know the person that took their myspace page seriously you are the person who took their myspace page seriously um so that's what it did look like um uh i believe i believe it was greg carter who was in the the sour grab society uh twitter community who coined the phrase for this match a team porn horse versus team spooky scotland (laughs) And um, if you don't know, now you know. Now you know. Now you know. Um, uh, J- Fallon Henley is a horse girl, and Kiana James' character when she debuted was a, was a porn accountant. And there's no way to say it wasn't because it totally was. Um, yeah, you had a black casting couch yes. and her in sexy no. glasses and a low cut no. blouse with a computer mm-hmm. and nothing else mm-hmm. on the desk. Mm-hmm. That That's is true. a porn accountant if I've ever seen mm-hmm. one, Alex. Ryan Lambert says, for anyone new, these two lovely people are awesome and will give you a reason to maybe tune into NXT, but 100% make you not want to miss their post-show. Thank you so much. Thank we are you. two lovely people who give who give wrestlers weird nicknames based on their bad booking. So that's all. That is correct. That's all. Um, uh, so, um, <laughs> Bill, I would change my top eight every day, Alex. Oh, I was changing my 
my header to be song lyrics that I had just discovered on a regular basis with like Tilda Perfect. asterisk weird casing. I was definitely Perfect. that gal. Perfect. Um, uh, hey, uh, Luis asks if we've done our, our segue and since we've already, we would need to do the segue or, uh, I, I we, we just brought up, we just brought up, brought up team porn horse. And I feel like that's a really great segue into it is. And I'll be honest, this is how, you know, like afternoon wrestling is weird. I completely forgot about our yeah. ad read, yeah, but look, yeah, no. if you got a horse that you're trying to use in a pornographic way, you know what I mean? If you <laughs> If you need to set up your ladder a little bit better, all right? If you got a, if your ladder isn't locked in the way you need it to be and you want Lady Johnson on it, uh, Blue Chew is here to help you out. Is your penis soft? Is it difficult to get hard? Do you have issues with sexual performance? Do you have issues with sexual confidence? BlueChew.com, code Fightful gives you your first shipment of blue chew for free it will help you get a harder stronger erection it will make you more confident in your sexual performance you take an online questionnaire you work with an online physician you don't wait in line at the pharmacy you don't wait in line at the doctor's office it's prepared and shipped direct in a discreet package that way nobody knows that you are getting blue chew in order to make your penis erect. Blue chew and the code Fightful gets you your first shipment free if you want an erect penis. I'm going to end the ad now. Josh Richardson says, my mom is watching this with me. This is a lot to explain. Listen, um, uh yeah um there you go <laughs> sorry to the moms out there mm -hmm, we have mm -hmm, we have sponsors mm -hmm. that help us pay our bills mm -hmm. some of them involve you know this is true orion but we do we're both we're both in dire need of some jesus okay um i mean we have uh, hbk right this tag right. team partner should be right there so i, I just my 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 major complaint with this ridiculous angle is that I don't understand why Briggs was yelling at 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 Beach to not put the give her the purse. Like what do, what is in the what the guy that she's having an affair with is in the purse. Oh, like like that like that guy from uh, Theodore Rex, <laughs> the little puppet. He comes out and goes, "I'm the man in the bag." Like that. There it is. That's who Sebastian is. It's not actually Sebastian. It's Sebastian. 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 Nailed it. Sebastian. She has a thing um, for teeny tiny men in purses. So, yep. There you go. Um, if you don't understand that reference, we're very sorry. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. Speak for yourself. If you have not watched the classic, the American classic, Theodore Rex, uh -huh, uh -huh. that's on you, people. Yep. Get on board. Um, <laughs> uh so the uh the 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 big match at the end. Um, uh, Carmelo Hayes coming out uh, Lakers stuff I know a lot of Lakers fans who were positively creaming their jeans at this entrance um, uh, and I, I think I think it was uh, somebody I follow on Twitter who's like no one ever comes out 
to the wearing Clippers colors, even though they have this, they have the same <laughs> building and they actually have a better record right now than the Lakers. It's interesting. Um, no, uh, but anyway, this was uh, this was uh, a, a superstar entrance for Carmelo Hayes, who deserves it. Who was a superstar? Well, um, was it? But to like for them, it was. Um, I just. Trick is a hype man, and he's stealing Sheamus's material. That feels wrong to me. Oh, that, that part, no. That, that, that part, no. No, like, listen, here's here's the deal. I'm on record. You can go back and check this. From the very beginning of the presentation of Carmelo Hayes in this way, I was like, the only thing he's got to do is get rid of that suit, that Trick Williams guy. It ain't, it ain't working. Because uh, at some point, you're going to need him to win matches on his own. And these they, they will already have become addicted to having this guy win matches for him and also speak for him when Carmelo Hayes is a great promo. You don't, there's nothing that in trick Williams isn't big enough to be the heavy. So right. he's just a guy who, who he's just a, he's just his, his dude who hangs around with him. And yeah. although trick has gotten better at everything since then, he's still not good enough to warrant being the number two behind what I believe is the top talent under contract to WWE under the age of 30. Like, I will say to you, there's just something they are filling a need they don't have with Carmelo. Cause Carmelo is great at every aspect of all of this, mm -hmm. um, including on the mic, like any of his, my favorite promo work has been mostly the things that are him on his own. So yeah. that's not an insult to trick. That was just a, a combination that you didn't need to have. And I, I feel this way about Swerve too. When you have like the cocky heel that his whole thing is like, I'm really damn good at this. And then he goes in the ring and is when you add a, other people to that, I think it holds them back instead of moves them forward. I feel like that's what's happening with mobile affiliates. I feel right. like that's what's happening here. Um, and to your point, and we're going to talk about this specific spot later, which was not, I can't say fundamentally it was bad, but out of the choices that you had was not the right choice. Um, I just feel like you're right. And that they got themselves into this trap where Carmelo is almost a face at this point. He essentially is the crowd loves him. He's one of the few people in this industry that just is over because of how good he is at wrestling, which is always a special thing and, and pretty rare. Um, but they're still have him in this heel cycle, I think, because they wanted Braun to stay face through this. So it's just a little bit cumbersome in the way that that piece of it was handled. But uh, but the the rest of what followed was great. Carmelo's entrance was a superstar entrance. Braun, based on recent events, maybe cut the dog barking from the beginning of the mm -hmm. entrance. Today is I, not the day I, to remind I, us that he's a Steiner. <laughs> I do believe they spent probably a couple of weeks putting that graphics package for his entrance together and the events uh, we, we were, we were filled in on at the end of last night probably was like, well, we have nothing else to do if we don't do this. So we're going to do this and maybe we'll figure it out from there on. Or maybe they don't care because that also wouldn't surprise me. Sure, I would just have him do a regular entrance. I know, but it's also <laughs> the last time he enters as the champion, so they're trying to do something. Um, very true. Very true. Uh, Bill says, very unsettling hearing Alex saying, cream in their jeans at 7.20 a.m. Uh, I immediately thought of Greece. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a per Which is a PG movie and also, every, uh, you know, children watch that movie. 
Um, so, uh, um, I, I thought this match was laid out really, really well. Um, uh, I think both these guys are, are really, really great at what they do. Um, as I said, I think that Carmelo Hayes is by none the probably the overall greatest talent that they have under contract under 30. I mean, I probably prefer Tyler Bate, but I'm that's a matter of, of opinion. I don't think you can argue about what Carmelo Hayes can do and what his ceiling is. Sure. Even in like, even like, even as great as Tyler Bate is, I will like what they will, will would they ever consider booking Tyler Bate in a WrestleMania main event? Never. Carmelo Hayes is a future multi-time WrestleMania main eventer. I don't think that's arguable. He's great. I think I think Braun Breaker, uh, silly name notwithstanding. Is it has a has a really bright future. He's gotten better and better and better. To his credit, at his very young age with very little experience, he has carried this entire promotion on his back for over a year. That's commendable. It's never felt like he was in over his head ever. He like he has has he turned in the best match of the night often? No. Has it ever been the worst match? No. Like he's he's just He's a really solid dude who's got a vicious spear, who's incredibly strong, quicker than he has any right to be. We saw like, him at the top rope in this match. Like he's yeah, he's, he's a he's a he's a very 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 solid dude who's only going to get better. I remind you at his ridiculously young age, um, and ridiculously young age in wrestling. Like he yeah, is not someone that yeah. was on the Indies cutting his teeth. No like, no no no, no. He came yeah. into NXT as a former football player. Yeah, and. I think he's only been doing this for about two years, two and a half years. So yeah, um, uh, the the match turns uh, when uh, Carmelo, the uh, trick pulls Carmelo off of. Um, uh, he's standing on the apron, reaches up and pulls Carmelo's ankles off of Braun's shoulders. The right in front of the ref, the ref sees it, to his credit, sends the guy to the back. Trick Williams been been ejected, and Carmelo is like. Okay, okay, now I got to do this by myself, I guess. Um, to your point, I wish he had done to trick. It's okay. I got this. And then went out and just friggin' beat him. Yeah. Carmelo Hayes beating Braun Breaker clean after a year of relying on Trick Williams shenanigans to win almost every match he wins is a perfect story for this match. And a button on the arc of him finally becoming champion of being able to do it himself. It's a perfect thing. And you know how angry I am when they have perfection in the palm of their hands and throw it away for something else. This was perfection. If they had just had Carmelo finish out the match by himself and beat Braun clean, this would have been literal perfection for this transition from Braun to Carmelo. And instead, ref bump, I will say, great ref bump. The ref that everybody was moving around so fast, the ref was trying to clear behind Carmelo to get out of the way. And Braun is so damned fast, he hit that spear too soon, hit Carmelo into the ref, bump the ref. That was a great ref bump. I've seen a lot of terrible ref bumps that do not feel anything. Or there's no way them being hit 
would have would caused the way they were hit would cause them to be like unconscious knocked out yep this felt like he got the full brunt of the spear this was a good ref bump a good ref bump that never should have happened because the ref bump then requires cheating ass karma trick williams to come down and hit Braun in the back of the head with the recline while was doing the Santa recliner to Carmelo. Carmelo, who does the visual tap out, another yes. misstep I would say here. You didn't need to do that um, because he's going to get hit in the back of the head anyway. The he doesn't. You never have to have Carmelo tap out. He's a maybe he's about to, but that's when Trick hits him. You don't need to do the visual tap out plus the ref bump with the the um the the NX the belt shot from the from from the the henchman. You need to do all that stuff. Everything dramatically lowers the greatness of this match. Because then after the belt shot, you have Braun kick out, which is a great moment for Braun, and he gets Carmelo up into this gorilla press and, Car and Carmelo reverses it into an awesome code breaker, then hits his top rope leg drop, gets the pin. 1 2 3. He's the new champion. Like you could have done so much of this while just excising trick and the and the belt shot and the ref bump and the visual tap out. You could have gotten rid of all those things. They were all unnecessary. And this would have been a perfect transition from Braun to Mello, especially if this is Braun's swan song and he moves to the main roster. It's a perfect transition because then after the match, Braun takes the belt and is, a, is going to hand it to, to Carmelo and sees Trick standing over there, knows he was hit in the back of the head by the belt, and knows who had to have been the guy to do it, and doesn't do anything about it, and hands the belt over to, to Carmelo, knowing he didn't actually get beat, knowing he felt Carmelo tapping out on his own hand, so he knows he won that match if the ref bump hadn't happened. He was far too gracious in handing over that belt for the way that he lost. And all of that reduces a perfect booked match to like a five out of 10. And it sucks. That sucks. It's not their fault. They're great wrestlers. They're so good. That reduces it so much in my eyes because you made all of these bad decisions that made everybody look bad. Nobody comes out of there looking good out of this. That's bad stuff. It doesn't lower it for me as much, but I, it does lower it because of a few things. One, I'm pretty sure Braun's going up here. So why you have to, I think in a, in a normal situation that makes more sense because you want to also build Braun up to look like the guy who was able to still come back after Carmelo emptied his bag of tricks, but Braun doesn't need that. He's leaving, I think, or like very obviously moving on from the championship picture. So if you were going to run this back in any way, that would be something that made sense. Or if you needed to protect Braun for anything, mm. you don't have to protect him for anything here. So you're only making Carmelo look weak, especially with the tap out. That was my almost bigger issue was because you're right. If he has the plan that trick is going to come down after that DQ, right. he shouldn't have needed to do the fake tap. So it does make Carmelo just look a little bit weaker. My other issue is it with it is Carmelo's on the cusp of being a baby face. That is like pure heel stuff. And he's like kind of already there. He was only healed because Braun is already faced with this. Right. So I don't like that from the fact that he should be kind of tweener at best at this moment. Loved, right. loved, loved the rest of the match. Loved the story that was being told. Loved how um, both of them were just throwing everything that they had at each other. Like they were, 
in each other's wheelhouses for, or in their own wheelhouses for different parts of this, but there were parts where Carmelo had to beef up and show his strength. There were parts of this where Braun had to get creative with some, some different offense that isn't just right. the spears and the explosive stuff. He was going to the top rope. He was thinking like a champion, absolutely adored 70% of this match. Did feel like the end wasn't great. Not as much of a lowering thing for me as, as you, but that is also, what did you say? You were like my toxic trait or whatever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, uh, so I, but I agree in that it, it, it went out of its way to look Carmelo to make Carmelo look weaker when Braun didn't need any reason to look stronger at all. Like mm -hmm. in, of any match in any circumstances, the idea of the guy going to the main roster having to be protected in any way feels feels kind of silly. Um, right. So that, that is a bummer. That is a bummer. A lot of people pointing out that Braun is on the Battleground poster. I'm pretty sure the one that I saw featured him holding the belt, which uh, obviously no longer applies. So they could easily switch out the Battleground poster. Uh, you wouldn't make the Battleground poster uh, with Braun not on it if he's defending the title on the same day you're releasing the battleground poster. Correct. So um, uh, I don't think that me that matters at all. Um, I, uh, I miss the days. Lord, how I miss the days that you, uh, that the champ in NXT was the next guy to go to the top, to go up. Like you, yes. you became the champ by defeating the champ. The champ you defeat goes to the main roster. You're the champ for a while. Then you get beat. And then you go to the main roster. That's such a clean thing to do with your developmental brand, which this very much still is. Braun, Braun losing and going to the main roster, especially since it happens to coincide with the Raw after Mania or the SmackDown after Mania, is such an easy call. And, and especially if you can, can reset Carmelo as the guy who wins things on his own now, there's a really interesting deal there but they didn't do that so maybe braun sticks around and they wait until battleground to do this um uh yeah um drew nicholas says yay mellow and yay indy two deserving champions while i wasn't exactly a fan of mellow visually tapping but a win is a win to carry nxt into a new era the tag scene for both divisions needs work a lot yes it, it does it, the tag scene does need work um so a couple of things here from throwback who's amazing thank you for the donations Battleground is going to be amazing after this. Do you see the possibility of a gimmick match like an Enter the Dragon match with Wesley could probably face Dragon Lee? Could there be an Enter the Lee match? Um, <laughs> Lee, your Lee, na the, the, the name Lee is on the line. It's a name on a pole match. He says, I can't got my tickets, can't wait for Battleground. Uh, I can. Um, uh, okay. This, they know, they know. That's Double or Nothing weekend, Double or Nothing Sunday. And they're like, let's do our our NXT show at the same time as their AEW pay-per-view. I don't think anyone's been like, well, I was going to watch the Elite versus BCC, but I already have Peacock. Guess I better just save my money and watch the vastly inferior NXT show. No, you could have No, but there's a lot of people that multi-screen. They've been doing a bunch of of these on saturday well we wanted to do it rest we wanted to do it on um on memorial day weekend then just do your shit on saturday and the other shit on sunday am i actually mad about this because this means i've got to make some kind of weird sophie's choice 
Yes, of course. It's all all it's all about me. It's all I'm being very selfish here. <laughs> if Sean thinks Sean Ross Sapp thinks that I am watching Sean's Sean Michaels little weird vanity project over the elite versus Blackpool Combat Club, he's got another thing coming because that is not happening. We are shooting at Sean Ross Sapp over here right now. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I'm not, but I'm kidding. I'm not, but I am, but I'm I'm not. But like we are, but we're also I'm not. A bit, so. I'm a little bit. I'm a little bit kidding. They I should just start I, it at like four o'clock. They should just do yeah, do that. Make it make us make us remember that one time where we did a a, a NXT NXT beat the clock review. Awesome. That was that was fun. That was a it lot was of so fun. Much fun. That was fun. Um. So uh, uh, throwback then continues with this amazing donation. And he has an idea here. Do you see Breaker versus Hayes being a kind of best of three matches? Do you see Breaker possibly winning at Battleground in Lowell, Massachusetts? Should WWE use Hayes' background of him wrestling at Chaotic Wrestling in Lowell? They pointed out Breaker background on the show. Um, thank you for the donation, Throwback. It's amazing. Um, I hope it's not because simply because I want Breaker's time in, in NXT to be done. I think I think he's proven he's, he can he can he can exist in the main roster. He's ready. That's fine. Start up a new thing. However, if it is a best of three, uh, with the third one taking place um, at Lowell at the battleground is like the swan song for him. That could could that could make sense, um, especially if it is Carmelo winning at Lowell. Like you do the second one, and it's kind of like a, a DQ or some kind of more schmozzy finish, and that's what you, you give Braun a rematch. He's been the champion forever. He deserves a rematch. I mean, we already saw the visual tap. We saw that Trick hit him with the back of the... So he gets a rematch, and in that rematch is a double countout or something. That one happens on, t on TV. So the last one, the final time, is at Battleground. Breaker versus versus Hayes. It's, it's Hayes' backyard that's a great time to do the definitive. Carmelo Hayes beats Braun clean this time. It has to be clean at Battleground, and then and then you move. I don't Braun like up. it. I don't like any of it. I don't like it. E I don't like it either. I don't like it either. Braun Breaker has nothing left to prove in NXT. Calm up. Yeah. 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 Yep. Uh, it's true. Uh, I I agree. I I do think he should be uh, he should be on the main roster. But I just if you say where we have plans for him to wrestle versus Carmelo Hayes sure. at, at at Battleground, I just laid out how they should do it. Agreed. But I think having plans to do any of it is dumb. Correct. Um, I, I I I thought about that. Um, uh, but I don't, I don't, I don't want, I don't think Braun should win that match. And I don't think Bobby should lose it. So that's a problem. Um, I love Braun answering, uh, an Austin theory or John Cena challenge on Monday. I think that's a really cool thing. Um, especially if Austin theory is overconfident from beating John Cena and he comes out on Monday night raw and just, just to prove there's nobody in the back who can beat me. I'm going to do the old John Cena thing. Remember the old U.S. Open Challenge? We're uh, doing that tonight. Who wants it? And then uh, then have uh, Braun come out then. All right? So, yeah. Um, 
Throwback also says Rocks versus Indy will probably happen at Battleground. Roxy versus Indy. That will be Indy's swan song. Then the way will be on the main roster. I just, I don't know, man. I don't see, I don't see a Roxy versus Indy program unless you turn Indy heel. And why would you do that after this amazing feel good moment? Like, it just doesn't make sense to me that way. Like, it if you want to tell me. It sense that I don't think you give Indy a, a reign just so she can move up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's I don't weird. see that. I think they're, I think they're pulling Roxanne up, which is, makes me hate the, I, yeah, I had an anxiety was... story even more because it's like. Oh. So she had anxiety, so she can't be in the match, but she can't. Oh, go and to by the, the way, main she, roster. She's going to go on the main roster, and they won't even mention it. They'll never, no, they'll never, they'll never even bring it up. They'll never no. even bring it up. Um, so a uh, um, couple of things here. Uh, Board dude three sixty says Cody out here mess- making wrestling great again, solving racism with his Tupac bars from last night. Um, I didn't watch the SmackDown uh, yeah. go home yet. Oh, I'm gonna have oh, to you, figure you, out when. No, you really don't have to at all. It, there was nothing good about it. I don't even um, know who won the Battle Royal. Bobby Lashley, because that's the only thing they have for him this weekend. Okay. They did at least give him that. At, at least they gave him that. A thing not actually on the WrestleMania card. Um, apparently, the, the thing between the Usos and uh, Sammy and Kevin to kick off the show was really good. I missed that because... There was a tornado warning in my in my area, so I had to go to the basement. Um, uh, anyway, um, okay. yeah, we're fine. It, it missed us. It like it knocked over some trees on the golf course a couple miles of here, but uh, we're okay, so that's good. Um, uh, yeah. Um, uh, hey, Shotkid Twenty Nine says. Um, oh wait, sorry. Let me finish this board dude uh, three hundred and sixty thing. Uh, on the real, ROH slapped an NXT be humping. I don't know about that last part. Stay easy, my guys. Spark one from Mania Weekend. Yes, board dude. We'll definitely be sparking one from Mania Weekend. And by say sparking one, I mean mainlining caffeine to get through this. Um, that part. Uh, that part. Um, we got, hey, we got three Hollywood puns. Um, Orion Ben uh, 666 says Santos El Mariachi Escobar. LWO for Vita. Um, oh, yeah, by the way, LWO was back. Uh, they, they gave out shirts and everything. So. Um, that made C-O's, my heart sing for real, for real. Uh, uh, CO says the 405 splash, the LA Angelo Dawkins of Anaheim. <laughs> that's a great joke. That is a really, that's a really great joke, CO. I like that a lot. Uh, and feeling dreepy says Molly Hollywood. That's a very oh, that's simple. Excellent. Pun. That's a great pun. We only got three of them, but that was a really good one. Um, SG, uh, <laughs> CO also says the SGS motto. We watch so you don't have to. Uh, man, I wish I didn't have to sometimes. <laughs> Today, at least, I, it is helpful when the in-ring is extremely high. Like, yes. It, it, it does suck I, when the booking doesn't match up with that. But today, like, some we got some people showing out today. That was really fun. I said sometimes. <laughs> sometimes I don't like watching. Um, uh, and then, uh, uh, 29 says unrelated, but needed to shout out Effie for his speech to close big gay brunch, calling out transphobia, hashtag trans lives or human lives. It is a fact. And if you don't agree, get the flick out of here. What's that theater <laughs> show? Um, so uh, we have one jukebox. I will um, say five blows for everyone. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, good it is. 
too too yes. deep into the crappy yep. comments that were mm -hmm. made and the rest of what's going mm -hmm. on. But Fightful is for everyone. If you're here, you're safe. We have moderators to make sure you're safe. We have hosts yep. that are loving and accepting of everyone across every show that you have. Mm -hmm. It's wrestling. It ain't that big mm -hmm. of a deal. Hang out here. Have fun. We love you. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, uh, Lord Jackson has requ has requested. Um, uh, this is from also. I believe this is from straight up from New Zealand. This is these are New Zealand dollars. This is being sent sent in. Hey, uh, thank Nathan, you. Nathan Nathan Fraser uh, picking uh, a a Lillen song, which we 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 landed on. Threw it on the ground. So Nathan <laughs> Fraser singing "Threw It on the Ground." <clears throat> And the man walk. I was walking through the city streets, and a man walks up to me and hands me the latest energy drink. Run faster, jump higher, man! I'm not gonna let you poison me. I threw it on the ground. You must think I'm a joke. I'm gonna be part of your system, man. Pump that garbage in another man's veins. I go to my favorite hot dog stand, and the dude says, "You come here all the time. Here's one for free." I said, "Man, what do I look like? A charity case?" I took it and threw it on the ground. I don't need your handout. I'm an adult. Please, you can't bomb me, hot dog man. At the farmer's market with my so-called girlfriend. She hands me a cell phone, says it's my dad. Man, this ain't my dad. This is a cell phone. I threw it on the ground. What, you think I'm stupid? I'm not a part of your system. My dad's not a phone. Duh. <laughs> Some poser hands me a cake at a birthday party. What do you want me to do with this? Eat it? Happy birthday to the ground. I threw the rest of the cake too. Welcome to the real world, jackass. So many things to throw on the ground. Like this and this and this and that. I'm an adult. Two Hollywood phonies trying to give me their autograph. Ground. Nobody wants your autograph, phonies. Then the, the two phonies show up. Uh, they, turned out they had a taser and they tased me in my butthole. Fell on the ground. Phonies didn't let up tasing on my butthole over and over. I was squirming and squirming. My butthole was on fire. The moral of the story is you can't trust the system. And Bob's your uncle. Nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Thank you. Um, uh, we'll be back tonight on Fightful Select after WrestleMania Night 1. Uh, Fightful Select? You mean FightfulSelect.com where you can subscribe for just $5? Yes. To get all of the yes. late yes. great breaking scoops mm -hmm. in professional wrestling as well as Alex and I doing Night 1 and Night mm -hmm. 2 of WrestleMania alternative post shows? That Fightful Select? Mm -hmm. The same Fightful Select mm -hmm. where you can read about Enzo Amore and mm -hmm. MLW and, and Vince McMahon mm -hmm. and the sale and CM Punk. That Fightful Select? Mm -hmm. The one the with same. the content about Drew McIntyre's contract signing? My goodness, $5. What a bargain. What a bargain indeed. <laughs> um, hold on. But, hold on. Uh, oh, by the way, over on the Fightful Select shows, we do something called Sour Chats. So if you're watching WrestleMania tonight and you want to throw in uh, your your chats, we'll we'll we'll, we'll um we'll answer them there. Uh, Happy Rachel Kate sent in one today. Says J D McDonuts has the teeny tiny eyes of a shrew, and I love that the production keeps drawing my attention to them. <laughs> so thank you, Happy Rachel Kate. Happy Rachel Kate sent in a sent in a sour chat. Uh, and and so yeah, you you too can send in a sour chat about J D McDonuts eyes or. You know, whatever. Or impressions, and, and, or puns, yeah, or yeah, anything. Intelligence anything. thoughts about the show, but that's kind of boring. Anything. anything. <laughs> yeah. anyway. All right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you in a, in like what seven hours. Uh, <laughs>
Goodbye, everybody. Power, I'm going to power nap for like 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, everything sucks. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.